This is Daniel Evans. I'm a designer from the UK, specialising in logo design. I'm going to introduce myself further in a long but hopefully interesting way using the following question to kick things off. And the question is, how did you get into logo design? I went to college from 1995 to around 1998. The first year, the course that I took in that period was to study information technology. I took a second course and this was a mandatory requirement to claim unemployment benefits. So I was basically just thrown into the second course and it had a mix of everything from basic computer skills to bookkeeping and communication. The topics were below my level, having already completed the previous course, and I just wasn't interested in the topics. So I'd find myself a computer anywhere in the college, and through the internet I taught myself HTML. Fortunately no one noticed to ask questions, so I was able to keep this up for a good four months, and those four months were very productive. I used GeoCities to build my site back then. And this was basically a host and company with added features to make a website. And I used online 3D text generators and similar things like that to develop simple yet functional graphics for the website. The internet, or the so-called World Wide Web, the part of the internet with the images and the text, was introduced to schools and colleges around two to three years previous at that time, so it was the in thing to do. I'd just purchased a Fender Squire guitar from the catalogue I had around the same time. Ordering from a catalogue was basically the only way to afford something. I bought the guitar on the basis that I'd be paying for it for the next 2,000 years. So I built a guitar tablature website as a means to learn website design that is and at the same time i was given back into the world so at that time you could just build a website and if the topic was popular you'd have yourself a good few visitors and this was exactly my experience whereas things have changed nowadays you build a website and you have to try hard with your marketing to succeed to pull those visitors in so it was satisfying to watch the visitor counter increase, which I had placed at the bottom of the website. I'd also check out the guest book, I had one of those also, to see what kind of comments people had left. So having learned HTML to a level which would allow me to build a website, the company that my dad worked for at the time were looking up for a website. And so word was passed and I was actually awarded the job. And this marked my first proper website design job and the point where I decided to become a self-employed website designer. So being capable with graphic software, I developed a logo, built a website for myself and went through the usual processes of registering a business. As you'd imagine, my website was bare. It only had one client to show in my so-called portfolio and only one service. So I needed to diversify and also offer something else. And I chose logo design. This was essentially part of web design, or so I thought at the time. The logo designs I offered were raster-based or pixel-based. And I built these logos in Macromedia Fireworks. This was later 
acquired by Adobe. I designed a portfolio of logos just for fun. They were relatively quick to produce, at least in comparison to a website. And as luck would have it, largely due to the attractiveness of my prices, I sold a few logo packages within a week. Further down the line, I was still without website design clients, but as fate made it, I was actually more interested in logo design due to the fact that I got into the swing of things and I'd learned the principles. It was a lot more attractive and a lot more simple than website design. Website design became a distant thought and logo design became my primary line of business. When dynamic web pages were introduced and made mainstream, being only versed in HTML with no interest at all in coding languages, I abandoned my interest in website design entirely. I did dabble with some WordPress sites, customizations, but all in all, website design was a thing of the past. So I increased my logo design rates over the period of a few years. From what would be regarded as budget, 30 to 50 pounds for three designs, to mid-range, 150 to 180 pounds for three designs, to close to the industry standard back then, which was 350 to 400 pounds for a typical project of three logos again. These prices applied at the time, like I say, and I strictly began to quote based upon the precise requirements of the client, as opposed to a blanket pricing system. So instead of the set logo design packages, I'd just ask the prospect to contact me via the form on the website to explain the detail of their project. When I say detail, I don't just mean time. I mean, how much brain effort might this take? How much of my experience will be put into this project? And so I quote with that in mind. I had put in a lot of time and effort and work for cheap whilst I learned the ropes of logo design. And a large part of that learning was learning that a flat rate isn't appropriate. So if a client asks for something very detailed to be illustrated, for example, this would reflect in the cost. In a similar way, yet on the flip side, if a client didn't know what they wanted, a lot more effort will have to be put into the planning stages. So again, I quote upon how much brain effort needs to go in. With this method of pricing in place, as expected admittedly, I acquired clients a lot less frequently. But each client that I did score returned greater financial compensation. So it was a case of less clients, but each individual client was worth their weight in gold. So each project I acquired was a serious job to which I could dedicate all my efforts instead of being in a kind of scatterbrain state, designing several logos spanning different topics. To this day, this is how I operate, and I feel that with each and every project, there's potential to improve. So if a designer goes all out, in each and every project, they can kind of perpetuate 
a really highly productive cycle because they're not only just working to please the client, they are using that client to better themselves so that they're in an even better position for the next client. So that's my introduction and story and why I'm doing what I'm doing and thinking what I'm thinking. If you're on the same boat as a designer or a person who wishes to be one, with any luck, you might have taken something from this. Whatever the case, I hope you'll stick with the show and stay creative. <laughs>